Live again. Welcome to Four Thoughts of Our Founders. Uh, I am Herman Felton. Um, again, I find myself um, driving the car and looking to my right and seeing uh, my man Greg Dees, who's always flying. Um, what do they call that? Shotgun? Are you, you shotgun? Yes, sir. Shotgun. Greg Dees, one of the founders of HELF. Uh, and Abstentia, I want to give a shout out to Alfred Anthony Pincard, George T. French Jr., president of Clark Atlanta, Alfred of Wilberforce University, and um, Melva Christie Williams, uh, vice chancellor for Southern Shreveport, who are also founders of HELF and uh, Partners in Crime. Today we have a, a conversation about the process of uh, gaining the ever elusive PhD. Hmm. And we're gonna have this conversation with um, a person who I've known for a minute. Um, she is none other than Kendra Sharp, a member of the beta cohort of HELF. Uh, you have to see her, <laughs> if you could be here, she's going crazy. Um, I just wanna let the alpha cohort know that the beta cohort has said that they are the original first cohort That's is that what fact. you said right right so they've just <laughs> negated your experience they are members of the alpha cohort i just i thought i'd plug that um but she's also a student of the space uh she's greek she attended southern i'm sorry saint augustine's college thank you doc um and we've worked together uh at livingstone at wilberforce and now here at wiley where she is our director of of um, uh, career counseling. I'm really happy to have her here, but she's also the last thing, which is our topic today, uh, is navigating the PhD. Um, she's mm -hmm. a newly minted uh, PhD, student at, a PhD student at Jackson State University. Mm -hmm. And so we're just gonna have a conversation about uh, what happens when you find yourself chasing that thing that you've been chasing. Welcome. Let's, let's have a conversation about it. How are you today? I'm doing well. Good, Thank you for good, having me. Good, so just, How's the program going? So the program is going well, although, uh, as we previously discussed, there are some politics that are related to Ph.D. programs that I did not know existed. Mm. So I will acknowledge my ignorance and I'm thinking this is going to be so fun. And I get in there and I'm really finding out that there are politics. Yeah, I don't I don't know that there is ignorance. I think we all find ourselves uh, first. I think we have to lay the foundation that it is a subjective degree. Mm. Right. And so anytime you deal with that, now you're dealing with the politics of people mm. and not necessarily the research. That's right. Um, but I think what what you should talk about is that let's let's start first with the value of the cohort. What, what do you like about being in a, in a cohort? I absolutely need the cohort. Um, I enjoy being able to bounce ideas and to honestly seek approval of some of my classmates on what their thoughts are about a particular topic. Mm -hmm. um, we are, it's almost like it reminds me of being in a sorority mm -hmm. um, or a fraternity or health mm -hmm. um, where we sort of just have each other's back about not just school related things, but life in general. Yeah. We celebrate birthdays. We do baby showers. We have the whole thing going, but we also are there for each other when we need help with work. Yeah. We have pinpointed who's strong in stats, who's strong in this, who's the star of this particular class. And that that person or those people carry the weight mm -hmm. um and it's understood and yeah. i think that 
in particular with Jackson State's program, if you're not about that life, yeah. you will find yourself isolated and you, no one will like you. <laughs> well, I hate to say it like that, but it's know, like. I, I, I think what, what, what you're saying essentially is that there's value in um, in the squad, yeah. in, in the space or in the tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that nothing could be further from the truth. There is because we all are individually strong in some areas and, and not so strong in others, um, except me. I'm strong in all the no okay, okay. i'm sorry I shouldn't do that. um no i'm your boy is always struggling so mm-hmm. i i definitely appreciate uh the cohort why did you choose jackson state um i chose jackson state for a few reasons um one just because there are several people who have who i look up to mm-hmm. um who went through this program who mm-hmm. have been successful and so i'm like okay i want to follow in the path and in the footsteps of those that are before me um why 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 are you getting a phd what is that about? I'm getting a PhD because it is something that is really necessary to gain momentum and to move up the ladder when it comes to higher education. The okay. PhD is in urban higher education, executive mm-hmm. PhD program, um, and it's the golden ticket. It's the meal ticket. Um, it is necessary. I think that practical experience is great, and working in the space definitely is is awesome. But mm-hmm. I think that being able to interpret data, being able to use that information to uh, for decision making process to research, yeah, to is, learn how to research, is yeah. vital. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's necessary. Yeah, I was a you know Siri, Google, Alexia type dude before you know mm-hmm. I I got the you know the experience of really understanding what what research was and not necessarily Alexia and, and Siri mm-hmm. but when I was in law school it was you know really understanding what it meant to research right um, um, so you you have desire to be in the space um, here in higher education uh, in administration mm-hmm. and you realize I need to get a PhD you find yourself on a campus and now you're in the throes of the program. This is what, your first semester? First semester, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are, coming to an end in December. Okay, now I'm pretty happy about that, I, yes, I would imagine. absolutely. What's the, the most shocking thing um, that you've experienced in pursuing this, this program educationally? The most shocking thing is that, well, that I have found is that just because you find interest in a particular topic does not mean it's the best topic for you to do research on at that time. Yeah. I think that research is something that will continue, at least for me, well after I graduate and walk across the stage at mm-hmm. Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the focus is on contributing in a, filling a gap yeah. and getting on up out of there for the next cohort. Yeah, so there's two. There's a couple of trains of thoughts, right? One is nobody cares what your research topic is. Find something, get get it over with, and, mm-hmm. and keep moving. Right. And then there are individuals who really see a void, run to that void, and want to fill that void. Right. Right. Um, th- yeah. The question I remember the very first time when I said I want to I want to do research on small private HBCUs in the Southeastern on successful uh, mm-hmm. capital campaigns. And I remember the chair saying to me, so what? Or who cares? Yeah, I've gotten some those are <laughs> Those are the questions that, that people ask, or mm-hmm. that is you know what a good chair is going to say to you, like, right. so what? Mm-hmm. Or why does this matter? And being able to articulate why it matters um, there's a boilerplate answer. There's a void, mm-hmm. paucity of research, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. There's a need. Yeah. Right. Um, 
have you found the writing? Um, first of all, have you figured out your topic? I have figured out or what my you think your topic is. Topic. Right yes. there, you go. <laughs> <laughs> because you know I'm still online, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not. I have not been approved. Online? Yeah, I have not been approved of my uh, my topic has not been approved. Um, okay. And so until we get to that point, we you know, and that was just a joke. There's yeah, yeah, no, non-hazing no, no, organization. Yeah, yeah. No, no, nobody <laughs> hazes in America. Not yeah. on black college campuses. That's correct. But um, yeah, until we get to the point where our topic is approved by our committee, mm-hmm. um, we do have a potential. I do have a potential topic mm-hmm. um and it's funny though that you mentioned about the 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 piece about why does it matter or who mm-hmm. cares because i brought a topic to you i don't know if you remember that a few months back and you said that exact same mm-hmm. thing to me and you said that doesn't really like that's not that doesn't really hold any weight it was no. about hbcu president young hbcu presidents uh, not necessarily being better, but being able to better sustain HBCUs as opposed to some of the older presidents that have paved the way. Yeah, that that would be like a gold, a, not a gold mine, but a landmine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrought with with bombs. Right, um, and at the time I didn't really understand, but now I do. You yeah. Know? What yeah. you were, where, where you were coming yeah, from? Yeah, you know, because one, when we're in new to this space, we don't know crap. Mm-hmm. Right, we just we we we're we're excited that we've made it to this space, right. but there's so much more. I talked to Dr. Strickland, Dr. Jenkins, Dr. Hawkins, um, Beverly Hogan. I talked to people, even those who are in the middle of the race, um, probably once a week. Mm-hmm. Like there are issues and challenges. Like if I'm dealing with personnel issues, mm-hmm. like I, if I'm dealing with my cabinet, like how do I manage this? Or right. if I'm dealing with trustees, like I'm, I'm calling the old heads, mm-hmm. uh, a new cat. Not yeah. going to be able to help you. Probably Less, not. Not necessarily. Unless yes, they've been through likely. some fire real quick. Right, um, right. And I don't think the fire will burn good enough for them to be able to, to transfer that information in, in a malleable way that allows me to apply it. Right. Um, so yeah, that would have been cool, but, you know, um, and, and again, that was just my thought, though. That's you, right. You, you could have found a way to make, to make it work. It. Yeah. And I think that it is something going back to what I said about fur- doing further research after graduation. Mm-hmm. It is still something that I will explore. It doesn't necessarily have to be my dissertation topic. Let's talk about time, the time that it takes. How, how do you manage working full time and working for an institution that says excellence is the standard? That, like they're not trying to. <laughs> Let you oh you know she's in our little program so yeah, we yeah. don't let her slide. Out. How 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 do you manage the time? Um, I do want to make that emphasize that point. I am still expected to produce excellent work at Wiley College. I think that I do produce excellent work at Wiley College, and just because I'm in this program does not mean that I'm cut any slack. Excellence is is the way. Um, but for me, I'm an organized person, um, and I already had that trait, and so it hasn't been too bad. But what's missing is social, having to say, sorry, I can't make it, um, and people just maybe being upset that I'm not at the dinner or I'm not at the party because I was doing – like during homecoming, I – you know, had a good conversation with uh, Mr. Vanderbilt and I was like, hey, I have to write right now. So I'm not going to be at the step show event, but I'll be there in the morning, you know, just finding balance and communicating effectively. Um, it helps that Dr. Dumas uh, went through this program. And mm-hmm. so he is very understanding of what's required. Right. And so that is a blessing. Um, but so it, having that institutional hard. support, you would yeah. say is, is absolutely critical. critical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it can it can definitely make the difference between someone's experience um, being smooth or being rocky. Um, what do you what do you think is um, a challenge 
uh, with respects to um, the writing? How do you, how have you found the level of, you've gotten a master's degree and now you find yourself going to, to get a PhD. Do you see a um, sort of a resemblance in the level of writing? Mm, no. It's much more writing that mm -hmm. is required um, because you're working towards a dissertation. With Jackson State's program being so accelerated and mm -hmm. only being set up for two years, you have to really be writing your dissertation ahead of time. Yeah, like while you're reading, while you're researching, it's just all one big thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. it's like it's writing for two years. Yes, um, straight. <laughs> yeah, when, when I went through the program, you had to have had somewhat of three chapters at the very beginning. Three chapters are due next right. week. Okay, yes. in, a, in your first semester. In my first semester, three right. chapters, one through three. So the lit review, a beast, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm getting through it, but it is very much a lot of writing. So what would you tell a person who is a young um, researcher, young scholar, young in their career, um, aspiring to get um, a terminal degree, um, when is the right time? What do you think from your perspective, when is the right time to do that? I think the right time is when you are in a position where you are, if you're going to go through a program and you plan on working at the same time, I think you need to work at a place, you need to do it when you're working somewhere that is supportive of that, of those endeavors. I think that as long as the company or organization you work for supports furthering your education, mm -hmm. then you will be okay. Um, I know I won't necessarily say a time in terms of, well, after your graduate program or after your master's degree, you should wait this amount of years or whatever. It's not because everything is, that's different for different people. Um, I know for me, I got my master's in 2015 and I'm just starting my PhD, but it's more about having the support uh, on the employer level because so many programs I think today are set up for people who work full time. Like no one has the opportunity. There are not a lot of people who can really go to school and research mm -hmm. without working. Like, yeah, it's hard. No, like, it's, it's a challenge. Bills. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, I think two of my next, uh, my next guests, uh, the next podcast that I do, I think they did the traditional route where they went full time mm. Um, without having to deal with the, with um, going to work and, but I'm, I'm certain they worked while they were in there, but I think they were probably in traditional programs. Right. Um, challenges. What do you foresee uh, to be the challenges? Well, let's go back. Funding. Let's talk about that. Are there scholarships uh, to get the PhD? Are there uh, fellowships? Uh, like, what? how do you recommend people finance that thing? Um, well, there, I think there are, so if we're talking about my particular program, mm -hmm. there are some scholarships. You just have to get to them early. Mm -hmm. um, there used to be a Jake Ayers fellowship that Jackson State um, hosted, but due to reduction in funding, they have done away with that particular fellowship and those monies. Mm -hmm. um, but it just depends on your institution. So maybe you're not going to Jackson State. Maybe you're going to a PWI or another institution for your um for your PhD, mm -hmm. there is more funding available if you just get on it early. Just like I tell students, even at the master's level, it's just about being timely. Um, so much money, and I'm not going to quote a number, but goes unused every year in yeah. financial aid, and we know that. So there's money there. Um, but in addition to that, there are other ways that you can fund the your particular program, whether it's through a graduate assistantship, uh, whether you're kind of doing like a work study situation where you're working in the office, and that part part of that money is paying your tuition. Um, so there are 
ways. But um, I think that depending on where you are in your career and in mm-hmm. your life, you may just decide to take out loans or pay for it out of pocket. I do have some classmates that are paying out of pocket yeah. for this particular program. Yeah. There are no loans or anything, and they're just pay- paying their monthly $1,000, $2,000, $3,000. Um, and so yeah, no, it is well, what it is. That it is. So <laughs> as, as we we put a bow on this and, and uh, close the loop, um, you you've yet to really go through the politics of um, putting together a um, committee. Mm. Um, but you mentioned at the very beginning that there were politics involved. And I don't I don't know that people understand that they the politics of uh, selecting the chair and then selecting a committee and what what type of politics. Um, and I, I don't, for one, think that there are negative connotations to to that. But what, what type of politics should uh, aspiring uh, scholars uh, be um, cognizant of? Okay, so one thing I want to clear up is that we my cohort cohort 16 sweet 16 we were not able to choose our (laughs) you know i gotta put a plug in there yeah yeah, we were not able to choose our um chairs Mm -hmm. that's not something that we so i was given my advisor and the person who's going to chair my committee Mm -hmm. um politics more specifically what i mean is how well are you liked? How do you look? Um, what type of personality do you have? Who do you hang with? Who do you sit with? What school do you work at? Are you even at an HBCU? Mm. Um, and so those are the politics that I'm speaking of. I have not necessarily had any negative experiences, but there are people who have come before me that have shared stories with me related to some of those topics, um, that have that have even dropped out of certain programs or just given up completely because they felt like the politics were taking over too much. So it's definitely a game of just keep your head down, you know, be nice, be yourself. I'm never going to advocate for someone not being true to themselves, but understanding that it's, it's politics involved. Most definitely. uh, (laughs) Any parting shots that advice that you'd give to individuals and you know, we know that, you're in your first year and your first semester, but um, what type of advice would you give uh, folks who uh, recognize that they want to be in this space mm-hmm. and also recognize that uh, if their aspirations are to come true, it may be tied to a terminal degree? What, what would you uh, gift them with uh, in parting? I would just say don't get caught up in the title that you're going to receive. I think that because then that will make you lose focus on what you're really there for, which is to contribute to the space. It's not about becoming a doctor. It's not even necessarily about gaining momentum to become a president or a vice president. I think it's about filling the gaps in the lack of research that research that HBCUs have. Mm. Um, and so that's my thing. Just don't get caught up in the title. Yes, you will be doctor. And yes, you may be at the top one day, but just focusing on contributing to the gap because there are plenty of gaps in research when it comes to HBCUs and anybody who who knows anything about HBCUs would know that. that Yeah, I want to thank you for having this conversation because I think it's an important conversation. You know, oftentimes we don't really talk about um, things that may be a challenge for people. And, you know, I quite frankly hadn't thought about who would need to hear about the process. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll make sure that we find balance and having conversations about, or conversations with people who have yet, who are in the selection process, Mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out where they're going. 
and those who have been through the process who, who might be able to give. So awesome. I want to thank you for being here today. I Thanks, really sir. appreciate it, Kendra. I do want the record to reflect that cohort three at Jackson State <laughs> University was the ever the best to ever do it. Okay, I'll let you know. Um, George French is a president. I'm a president. Gerald Wolfolk Jones is yes. the president at Lincoln University. Mm-hmm. Howard um, was the president at Arkansas Baptist. Uh, Mel, we've got like, you know, five or six uh, vice presidents. Like, yeah. so I just want you to put some respect. We on, do. On we do. Three. We respect you guys. We look, we saw, we saw your little photo. Yeah. 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 No, I, I mean, we've been to weddings, unfortunately, yeah. the funerals, yeah. um, you know, we, we are a family mm-hmm. and I, I do um, know that what you said about the cohort is absolutely on point. There's nothing like uh, having a band of brothers and sisters who are committed to your growth mm-hmm. um, and your survivability and your sanity. Right. Um, Absolutely. Um, There's it, it's nothing like that process. Yeah. So thank you for coming to for um, uh, Four Thoughts of Our Founders. We appreciate uh, Kendra Sharp, uh, who is also a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha and, Incorporated and Beta Cohort. Beta Cohort. Tell me what what's your cohort? Uh, what do you? Beta does it better. That's so whack. Beta made. <laughs> uh, shady. Like no, but I'm, it's a sentence. You can't hashtag Beta does it better. It's Beta made. That's yeah. the hashtag. Well, Beta made might be it. So you might want to you know get with your the congregants of the the Beta Cohort. Listen, we came through before all that extra yeah 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 <laughs> so uh but Thanks at any rate me. it's absolute pleasure to have yeah, you likewise. here um again want to um plug the kappa cohort here on, on the campus of wiley college december 12th through the 15th um we're really excited about having uh, another 30 uh individuals to welcome into the family uh, and uh, again, want to give you parting shots um, on behalf of the founders of HLF, Greg, George, Elford, Melva, and myself. Um, be well, uh, be happy, and um, be great. Peace. Peace.